this is Masa Jati. Welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence. This podcast, uh, quite interesting. It's about uh, dangerous devotions. Uh, with me is uh, Crystal Fambrini. Crystal, uh, it's going to be a, a hot topic, I think. Yes. Um, uh, dangerous devotions, the detriments of worship. Yes. Very hot topic. So I guess, why is this subject important to you that we discuss? Uh, why is it important to me? Yeah. Uh, well, why did it come about? Maybe yeah. you could read that quote. Uh, oh, yes. Quote, well, or, what happened during the, the, t- the 21-day meta-healing? We want to share that? Right. Okay. Yeah, because that's, well, that's where it all started. Okay. The idea for the podcast started. Perfect. Well, so people, I'm sure many people listening are well aware, but those that aren't aware, you do uh, a program. It's one of the most popular programs that you do called the 21-day meta-healing program. Yes. Twice a day for 21 days, 21 minutes in the morning, 21 minutes in the evening, and you do a meditation and healing in one with you right. utilizing the power of the group with yes. people all over the world. Right. So on this month's meta healing for July 2016, at the end of the meta healing, you take some questions yes. and you saw a comment and many people listening to this podcast are, you know, could, could have picked up on this. And it said, Moss, I worship the ground you walk on. And uh, you addressed it. You actually shared to the group, please don't worship me. No, no. I am just a memory of you. I am how you can be without all the distortions. I'm here to remind you who you really are. Please don't worship me or anyone. That's how the guru problems come come about. Never, ever give away your powers. Yes. So uh, I, and and then we also did an event out Mm -hmm. in Colorado. Mm-hmm. about the subject as well. Uh, so that's a good, actually, that's a good forum to listen to uh, if, it, you know, if you're inclined. So, so, you know, a lot of people unknowingly or knowingly, they just give up their power, they give up abilities thinking that somebody else is going to come in and, you know, be their savior and mm-hmm. so on. Uh, it just doesn't work that way. When you start giving away your powers like that, you, well, you start to corrupt your own internal identity, your own, say, internal uh, frequencies that Mm -hmm. create you. And then uh, what happens is that most of the time, or almost all the time, um, that person that you worship uh, doesn't fulfill you completely. So what do you do? You go or you have to go find somebody else, say, that's lesser than them, you know, in the case of, say, Jesus and so on like that. Um... Uh, right, lesser than them, and that's how you get more and more and more corrupt, and then you lose all identity of yourself, uh, and then your life becomes a living hell. Literally, uh, you see, I see people all the time uh, mm-hmm. that their life becomes a living hell because they've lost, say, that the frequencies that generate them, so it feels like hell to them. Wow, wow, and that. That event you're talking about in Colorado, I had the pleasure of being in attendance uh, to it. It was called an expose of spiritual misconduct. Yes. And um, we will have a pop-up link to that on our social media and on this blog post so people can reference it for for the podcast. And in that, actually, I'd love to share, you had a couple people share their experiences in regards to how worshiping affected them. Yes, which please, I want to get ahead. into a little bit later. Once we, okay. because I want well, before we do that, I want to. I guess what is the takeaway that people are going to get from listening to this podcast? Uh, well, the takeaway uh, mm-hmm. is that uh, you are going to identify where, say, those leaks are in you. You are mm-hmm. going to identify where you give yourself unknowingly 
right, to mm -hmm. other people uh, or other companies or other, you know, uh, social standards mm -hmm. uh, and so on. Uh, and then, and then I don't know if we're going to cover that in this podcast, but then identifying it, letting go of the shackles, uh, and then reclaiming your power. So right. that's the series that we're going to create. So again, in this podcast, identifying. Even if you think that you're not that type of person, that you've given up your power, most likely almost everybody gives up their power at some level. Right. And when we talk about um, giving up your power, this is in regards to personal relationships, family members, to your work, which you highlighted, to maybe right. like the political system, to, to, to celebrities, to religion. Yes. yes. Uh, to your kids. Mm -hmm. uh, everything. Uh, and, 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 and the reason why it's so important is because, you know, we human types, you know, we identify, you know, those relationships as important. But at spirit, that's uh, the spirit that you are, mm -hmm. um, you know, doesn't really identify, doesn't need any of those relationships to be complete. So as humans, you know, when we give away ourselves, right, unknowingly, right. Uh, in at spirit level, uh, again, we're eroding our own spirit, and that's where the problems and that's where the issues uh, start to occur. So it's uh, kind of, it, well, it doesn't it doesn't make you complete, and that's right. where I say love. When somebody say worships the ground that somebody walks on, right? When you love somebody at that level, uh, again, you can't feel complete love. Uh, mm -hmm. It never works out that way. It's not it's not that magical love that everybody looks for. Right. And why do so many people worship in in this world? You hear it a lot. You know, I worship you. Do you think it's a right. misuse of the word? <laughs> well, I, I have never said it. Uh, <laughs> I always question that. Uh -huh. But uh, it is it is a misuse. But mm -hmm. I think it's kind of you know it's kind of come through uh, civilization right through thousands of years of say worshiping the goddesses, the gods, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, back in the Roman. You know, or the Greeks, right? right? They always worshipped somebody higher than them. Mm -hmm. They always gave their control, right? right. Uh, there's a lot of tribes uh, that give up uh, again their power to somebody else. So I think that's where that's where it all started, and then we brought it into say the human form, mm -hmm. right, of worshiping somebody human like mm -hmm. that. And that's really one of the say one of the biggest sins in the Muslim religion that you can do is really worship somebody at a physical level or worship somebody physically. So I'd love to just, so uh, worship, the word itself mm -hmm. is defined as an act of religious devotion, usually directed towards a deity. An act of worship may be performed individually or in an informal or formal group or by a designated leader. Yes. So that, that definition. And when people think of worship, they think of Sunday service. Right. And even that is distorted, too, because uh, like I said, in, you know, before, you know, uh, in that last question, you mm -hmm. know, it, it was about deities or gods and so on. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, something that wasn't here. Right. Uh, we give up our powers. And then this time around, uh, again, it's God watered down. And then mm -hmm. what usually happens uh, for most people or the way, say, religion has brought it down is that you have to worship through somebody to connect to that deity or God, right? right. In the Catholic religion, right? Mm -hmm. You have to uh, confess your sins to somebody human, 
right? Uh, not a good thing. Uh, in the Muslim culture or the Jewish culture, uh, again, the priest or the rabbi or whatever, right? You look at them to say a higher connection to God. Uh, so you go to them, which is, mm-hmm. uh, again, uh, it, it's, it's gotten distorted. Right. So right. You, again, you give up your power. It's not supposed to work that way. Uh, if you look at the teachings of Jesus, uh, the mm-hmm. true teachings of Jesus, mm-hmm. he always said, "As I don't worship me. Right. right. And, and I, I have that quote here in, in the book of Revelation oh, yeah. 22 zero, oh. the new living Transla- translation, uh, mm-hmm. Jesus says, no, don't worship me. I am a servant of God, just like you yes. and your brothers, the prophets, as well as all who obey what is written in this book. Worship only God. Yes. And that's my words too. Worship only pure source because God has even uh, been distorted uh, as well. So. Right, right. And I think there's, a, I, I just have this feeling that when you just said what you said right now, it's again, you know, the simple things are always the most powerful. Yes. And I feel like a lot of people went, oh, or there was a lot of aha moments with, with what you just said. Right. Because in regards to spirituality and, you know, this, this podcast is under the spirituality section of iTunes, mm-hmm. people think that uh, spiritual people are haters against religion. Just going right. to say it. <laughs> yeah, why not? Let's and, say it like it is. I and and I, what you just said, it gives people an opportunity to be spiritual and religious. Does that make sense? It's just... Oh, uh, exactly. You know, spiritual people, they've just turned it into, say, another religion. So either way you look at it, whether it's religion or spiritual, you know, people, uh, it's all really the same, you know, right. at a deeper level, right? Right. Uh, it just depends on who you worship or who you're giving control. Um, let's talk about uh, religion and mm-hmm. even, say, worshiping God, quote-unquote, right? Because right? that's, uh, we bow down, mm-hmm. right, to God. Uh, in, in, in all religions, in all customs that I've seen in all, say, the tribal uh, customs right, uh, or traditions, right? Mm-hmm. They always tend to bow down and so on and submit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and in reality, yes, it's a, it's a great idea to submit yourself. Um, but in, in, in the higher or the exponential intelligence definition of submitting is not succumbing to looking at yourself at a lower level okay? mm-hmm. uh, than, say, God or, or pure source. And mm-hmm. I'll explain that in detail. Obviously, you are. But you do not give up your powers to, say, that control source. So we'll call it pure source from now on. Okay? No matter what religion or no matter what you call it, your higher self, uh, Allah or um, you know, some of the other uh, names, so mm-hmm. pure source. So, so in in EI's definition, mm-hmm. is that that pure source that created you, right? You are supposed to stand up to the purity, right? The strength, mm-hmm. uh, the nobility that you come from, and identify yourself as, say, that strong, say, confident individual, that completeness that you are. So yes, you. So you look at it as a grandness. Uh, or they pulled away from a fractal of what created you or that pure source. So, mm-hmm. yes, you identify that you are not the complete ocean, mm-hmm. but you are say, uh, uh, a drop of that ocean, uh, just as powerful, let's say, or close to that power. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. So you're not saying that you are incomplete in any way, in any shape, in mm-hmm. any form. You are a strong, if you want to call it a warrior type, you know, because I identify with warrior types, uh, but if that strong being. So you're not being submissive. You're mm-hmm. actually, you say, being proud of who you are, your true identity. Right. And by doing that, by being proud of who you are and your true identity, right. you are and not giving away your power. That does allow you to worship pure source, God, Allah, whoever, you know, whatever the name is that you put on it. Exactly. In a positive, powerful, beautiful way. In a powerful way, uh, mm-hmm. understanding that there's a higher order, right? Mm-hmm. And you are part of that order mm-hmm. and you are supposed to honor that order, that higher nobility that you are. Mm-hmm. Right? Like beautiful. being a son of a, uh, well, being a son of a king or mm-hmm. a daughter of a king, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're still part of that family or genre. So you're, uh, you're supposed to uphold it, not be submissive to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, pure source never likes submissiveness. Mm-hmm. It's not who you are. And that's what happens when you become submissive. Mm-hmm. You become submissive to God, uh, your loved ones, you know, then it's your spouse, and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you destroy who you are and, and going into being submissive and destroying who you are, that leads us right into, uh, you know, cults. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> I want to share a fact here that, um, we found researching this podcast subject. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. There is an estimate that over 2.5 million Americans have joined cultic groups during the last wow. 30 years. 2.5 million. Yes. Now, what's defined as a cultic group? You know, that's probably, I, I don't know. I don't have that in front of me. But mm-hmm. that idea that there are so many Americans potentially in a cult and, and you know, a majority of them are recruited into cults by strangers. Yes. You know, and then people join cults were psychologically normal before joining the cult. And then people say that there's shifts in them and they've changed and they they don't identify as themselves anymore. They identify themselves as being a part of a cult. That's part their new of, yes, identity. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's like Scientology has been criticized as being a cult. Yes. Definitely. Uh, I know that a lot of transformational workshops and programs have been criticized as being a cult. Yes. I, I don't know if you or what, or the work here has been, you know, maybe people could look at this as, as culty, you know, people who are outside. Right. Right. They, right. The, um, but then uh, people who are outside who don't understand right. what I do, uh, right. they see that, oh, it's a cult because, you know, people uh, and maybe we can transition into that or, you know, or talk about it, too, in this podcast. You know, people, uh, you know, uh, they get so devoted to what right. I do, but it's not it's, it's very different. They right. identify. It's kind of like. The way I see it is like a coach that actually has helped you, say, train to your hardest, right? And you've actually gotten results from it. So that's a different kind of devotion. Right. right? That's not, you know, you better do X, Y, and Z, otherwise you're going to go to hell. That's not that type of devotion. So people from the outside look at it as, wow, you know, this guy really believes in Moss or, you know, they really believe in Moss must be a cult. You know, what is he doing? What is he, how is he brainwashing? Right. Uh, no, it's just that people are getting results and then they're, they devoted. It's very different. 
Right. And, you know, cult, and maybe we can go through some guidelines on what's a cult. What's yeah, not. I would love uh, to to talk yeah. about that now, actually, because yeah. I think that is a word that is it's it's a real. It happens. There are cults, of course. Um, but that also is a word that is abused and is thrown around a lot when people are confused in regards yes. to worship. Yes. Um, but you know, those people that are outside, they come in, and then you know, even those negative, say, so so called people, they start to see what I do, and then they get it. It's like, oh, it's not really a cult. It's identifying who you are, right? A stronger level, and then they, you know, they understand it. So, yeah. So how can people tell if they're listening to this, if they are involved in some sort of, uh, you know, bad worship or a cult mm-hmm. or, you know, what, what are some of the signs? Uh, well, what, whenever you're giving away your power, mm-hmm. you know, where the, the meta healing that's after this mm-hmm. kind of identifies that at a deeper level. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, in, in, in this physical reality, you can always see if, if there's, say, subtleties okay, of you giving your power away. So there's little nuances. Media does that to you. Right. Um, social media, especially for younger kids, you mm-hmm. know, uh, some, some, some person, uh, for example, you know, wants to, well, this is kind of a sad example, but it happens, you know, say that they want to have more sex. Right? Mm-hmm. So they make it cool sounding. Uh, and I've seen this happen, they make a cool sounding uh, and they, you know, they put out a post on social media saying it's cool to just go out and have, say, sex uh, with whoever, uh, whatever it might be, you know, and they give you the specifics on, you know, the type of sex. Uh, And then it becomes uh, viral in the younger kids and they go, wow, you know, that's cool. That's the cool thing to do. So I'm just going to go ahead and do it because I want to be in the cool crowd. You know, that's a great way to lose yourself, especially as kids. It's actually uh, an issue that I want to really talk about. Uh, the teenage type individuals that get so, say, out of control from themselves, losing themselves because of social media. Mm-hmm. And, and when you're talking about social media and the media in general and celebrities, I mean, mm-hmm. we, we really live in a society where we worship celebrities. Of course, because you see them in movies and they're so perfect, Mm -hmm. right? You know, they got the perfect skin, they got the perfect uh, adventures. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, you know, I work on celebrities and they're no different than anybody else. They have uh, the same issues as anybody else. You know, if you saw the other side of, say, celebrities, Mm -hmm. uh, again, guys, they're no different than you guys are. You're just seeing a fantasy uh, on stage, on screen. Right. And, and a noted psychologist, a doctor of psychology, Abby Arowitz, uh, is quoted saying, there are fortunes being made by turning fans into victims. And all it starts by creating that fren- frenzy is known as celebrity worship. Exactly. That is so true. That's what I'm talking about. That's uh, whether it's, say, an actual individual. Mm-hmm. Right? And social media, you know, the, uh, you can go rampant. You can go viral pretty quickly. Right. You can do just something extreme and, and, uh, you know, people just follow you because that's a cool thing to do. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's uh, people use that all the time. So, again, taking back your power, guys, is very, very important. Start to question uh, all those things that you see in social media. And, you know, I talked about the young kids, but, you know, I see the older generations do it, too, because, you know, as young people, they're lost. They Mm want to find themselves now maybe even more because they're getting older, you know, the time uh, there's a time clock ticking for them. Mm-hmm. So they go, well, well, this must be that new wave that I should join just to be cool or mm-hmm. hip again or see who I am. 
and then right. they get lost again. So, uh, and that's where those cults, that's where those older individuals, not older, but like mid-range individuals mm-hmm. start to, well, join a cult, join a religious group, right? Mm-hmm. And then the religious group starts to tell them what to do. Right, right. And then there's just a, there's a, in this like dark comedy by Bill Murray, Groundhog Day, where he oh. is like a cynical TV, TV weatherman, and he's just yeah. doing like the same thing over and over again. There's an interesting quote that I would like for you. I'm going to play for you right now so we can sure. have everyone listen to it. This is pitiful. A thousand people freezing their butts off waiting to worship a rat. What a hype. Not like they used to mean something in this town. They used to pull the hog out and they used to eat it. You're hypocrites. All of you. <laughs> uh, that was a funny move, by the way. Uh, yeah, but... Th- that's what I was talking about, like social media, you know, something uh, something goes viral and then, you know, there's, uh, I hate to say it, stupid people, they'll, they'll, just, they'll go anything. They'll go <laughs> do anything to stand in line. Well, you know, look at when what happens to Apple when Apple releases a phone. Right. There's people that camp overnight. Yes, same with, same with Nike shoes. Nike shoes. My God, people got... Uh, do you, uh, well, aside from my own personal comment, mm-hmm. those are all ways of you giving up your power to say the corporate structure mm-hmm. right? or money mm-hmm. uh, or brands, you know, people who wear brands all the time to identify who they are, mm-hmm. you know, just because they want to be cool, whether it's a purse, whether, you know, uh, it's a shirt or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, are you wearing those brands because you identify with it or are you wearing it because it's actual good quality? Right. Yeah. So those, uh, those are say subtle ways, uh, again, maybe different than, you know, people giving up their self for, you know, religious purposes. Mm-hmm. But those are the ways that you give, uh, people give themselves up. Right. And then, you know, okay. Ashley Judd at, at one point, uh, she was the highest grossing female actress in the world. Really? Oh. And so she did a TEDx talk in Nashville, and I'd love to play that for you right now. Sure. And that I have this strange platform given to me in a culture and in a media that I don't even pretend to understand. Mm-hmm. So she acknowledges that she acknowledges. people worship her and she doesn't yes. even get it. <laughs> no, she doesn't get it because she's actually pretty cool when I'm tapping into her. Mm-hmm. She understands that she's just, you know, that simple woman, uh, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she doesn't get into, say, I mean, she does, but she doesn't get into, say, all the glamour and to kind of lose herself. Uh, you know, I kind of identify with that as well as I gain more and more popular popularity, mm-hmm. right? It's amazing how many people start coming to me and just like freely handing their, say, control over to me. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't accept it. Uh, but, you know, uh, if I was dark, right, or, you know, guru who wants to control people, it's like, sure, you know, give it to me. Uh, but it's just amazing how many people just freely, like I said, um, but you do that, you know, when you give your information or you give yourself to, you know, a credit card company or whatever it might be, right? right. You give your identity and so on to your to other people. And it's like, well, here, just take care of it for me because that's what you're doing. Uh, life doesn't work out that way, guys. You'll find that you'll get more and more hollow as you do that. Uh, so take the time to live your life. That's why you're here. And be responsible. Take responsibility. And respons- yeah. And that Maybe leads into... Is. 
you know, responsibility. People just mm-hmm. don't want responsibility because mm-hmm. they can blame it on somebody else if their life doesn't work out. But, you know, when you cross over, you become responsible <laughs> no matter what you've done here physically. I had the strangest encounter one time in a taxi in San Diego. Me and my girlfriend were, you know, downtown San Diego and we waved down this taxi. And we pop mm-hmm. in the car and this guy was giving us a ride and, and he started talking with us. And we we're like, oh, you know, you're, you, you're a taxi driver? And he goes, no, I'm not. We go, oh, well, then what are you doing? He goes, oh, well, I want to be a A-list movie star. And we're like, oh, okay. Well, you know, I live in LA. So what are you doing? Just curious. What are you doing to, to do that? Are you acting? He's like, no, I'm not doing any acting. I'm not worried about it, but I know it's going to happen. I was like, well, what do you, what do you mean it's going to happen? Okay. He's like, well, I just have faith it's going to happen. And I've been told if you have faith and believe it'll happen, it'll happen. Uh, and we like looked wow. at each other in the back of the car and we're like, okay. But he was really nice and he really meant that. He was convinced he was going to be a famous movie star and he was just waiting for it just to happen. <laughs> wow. That's very interesting. That's totally, I mean, that's giving up your power and worshiping. Totally giving up your power. Think That's how religion gives, uh, forces you. It's like, well, you don't have to understand it. Just do what it says mm-hmm. and have faith. And then it'll all work out, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that what religious says? religion says? Isn't that what spirituality movement says? Isn't that what the atheist, right? Or everybody else says. Like, well, uh, you know, just give me your power and... You know, it'll be okay. It doesn't work out that way, guys. You are always responsible. And there's a difference between giving away your power and trust. Yes, that is very true. You know, trust is obviously allowing that individual to be at the same higher order that you should be at. Right. And that's why you give your trust away. So I would like to circle back into worshiping in our, you know, we talked about worshiping celebrities. Mm-hmm. Uh, worshiping politicians. Yep. We have a thing going on right now. You know, I, I found something online when I was uh, doing research on this about Donald Trump. And okay. in India, they performed a fire tri- a fire ritual for Donald Trump, mm-hmm. prayed to God that he will win, and called him the savior of humanity. And they, they think he's the lone protector of mankind. So the ceremony was very... Uh, very emotional, you know, they were, and, and they had big, huge photos of Donald Trump and they were holding him up and people were bowing down to them and crying and screaming and, and praising him as the savior of humanity. So this video to me came across as, you know, the Indians wow. were, were worshiping Donald, Donald Trump as the God of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's how people lose their power or their identity. They think that somebody else or something else is going to save them. And, you know, in one sense, it is true. There, uh, There is, a say, a pioneer mm-hmm. that comes through. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's a lot of, say, falseness around, say, that one pioneer that is true, that will come true and go, I'm the savior or I'm the savior or he's the savior in this case, you know, that's going to save mankind. You right. know, they're always, uh, and then the true one will shine eventually when it comes out and then everybody else goes, oh, I was mistaken. I was wrong. So in this case, uh, obviously, I think they're definitely wrong on, you know, saving humanity. Actually, I think he's a fall guy for the Democrat and Republican parties. So Interesting concept. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about, you know, saviors or the word mm-hmm. guru, 
And yes. when I when I first met you, my experience of you, you you know, I said, oh, so you're. I, I remember you're like, oh, you're a guru, and you're like, no, 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 <laughs> don't no, no. call me a guru. <laughs> yes, but people do. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and but I mean, what is the? Because when you think of guru, is it denote like <sighs> worshiping someone? Uh, in most cases, yes. Or that's the way it's turned out to be. You know, a guru uh, at some level, you know, um, you know, the Indian tradition, right? Somebody that's uh, achieved a certain level, mm-hmm. right, of, say, spirituality or knowing. Uh, and then people bow down to them and so on like that. So it has been distorted. But the true gurus would obviously say, don't bow down to me, you know, like Buddha, mm-hmm. right? Right. And so on. So... Uh, but again, even for example, Buddha, he didn't even want a religion. He didn't want to even create a religion. It wasn't about religion. But then what did people do? Uh, and that's how it got distorted. He never wanted that. But people you know, started looking up to him as say, a deity. And mm-hmm. then that's how Buddhism got created. And then Buddhism got distorted, just like any other religion. But, uh, but that's how it all starts. That's how it all gets uh, really you know, distorted uh, or really, they muddied um, because they, people are always looking to identify who they are from an outside source. And it never, ever works out that way. Uh, what I do, exponential intelligence, uh, say definition, again, the only way to find yourself, the only way to connect completely who you are mm-hmm. is to connect to pure source mm-hmm. independently. You're not even supposed to have like spirit guides. You can use spirit guides as, say, a stepping stone, but you get to a point where you step away from your angels, your spirit guides, and so on and so on. Because people worship angels. People worship their spirit guides, right? Or Mm -hmm. people worship their, you know, I don't know, their psychics and Mm -hmm. so on. So why was it important for you to do that talk, uh, the expose on spiritual truths in Denver? (laughs) Uh, That was an interesting talk. In you know, just to preface it, uh, it was, you know, no matter where we go for the past few years, no matter where we go, the, the conditions, environmental conditions is perfect. You know, everybody always says, you know, that uh, it's amazing that when you guys, you know, around your, your stay, right, uh, the weather is perfect. We've never had such beautiful weather, no matter where we've gone. Even in China, went to, you know, Beijing, they had the lowest level of, say, air pollution. <laughs> when we were there. And then like two weeks later, they had the worst level. So mm-hmm. uh, when we did the thing in Denver, mm-hmm. okay, this is how powerful those dark sources are. Uh, uh, out of the blue, they had a snowstorm <laughs> come up, uh, you know, 14 feet of snow in some places. Uh, there was a lot of cancellations. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we had a good turnout, but we could have had a bigger turnout. But again, a lot of, say, the darkness, those attachments that control you were kind of afraid. This happens at an individual level as well. When people work with me like one-on-one or group settings, you may find that out. At this time, there's going to be a lot of, say, false individuals who will have, say, fantastic abilities. Okay? They'll, 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 well, they'll seduce you with some of the abilities that they have, thinking that they are, say, the true masters. Uh, but in reality, what they're doing is pulling that, uh, say, that facade, and we'll talk about, uh, I'll explain that in the meta healing. but they will, say, pull 
the people who are weak uh, into themselves and control them because it's a great time to control people because people are going to be, say, more confused in the years coming up because there's such a huge shift coming up. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of imposters coming out. So that's why it was really important to help you identify so you don't get, say, swayed out, uh, away or you know pushed in or pulled into that quagmire mm-hmm. uh, because you'll lose your spirit or you lose your soul. So at an individual level, uh, what happens is if there is a dark source controlling you, okay, uh, or you know, uh, say you're worshiping them or uh, again controlling you at some level, your pain body will get so strong because it is afraid of say, well, breaking apart or you know disconnecting from you. Uh, it'll do a ton of things to to say stop you from say meeting me. Or having a session with me, uh, I can give you tons and tons of examples uh, of that. So at a personal level, it happens as well. Uh, but in 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 the Denver, Colorado situation, uh, you know, talking about say the bigger or the higher up dark powers, you know, they have a lot of control, and that's why, well, they kind of shut down uh, our event almost. Uh, mm-hmm. Nothing worked out. The electrical system didn't work out. Remember, the mics didn't work mm-hmm, out, and mm-hmm. so on. Like a, those are all again dark sources that control, uh, you know, the physical realm to stop people from understanding uh, or letting the true light shine through. And so during that ex- experience, you had a couple of people mm-hmm. stand up and share oh, yes. about them breaking away from false spiritual leaders or gurus or cult environments or, you know, from worshiping that was hurting them essentially. Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. And there was a woman from Canada, I believe, Kaya. Yes. Kaya. And she stood up in front of the audience and she, I I wrote this down because I was so taken back by her Mm -hmm. and she was very emotional and it was beautiful. And she shared, I was hammered by darkness, but now I am so alive. I'm so free. I want everyone to know that this is possible. I was in the dark. I was controlled. I didn't even know. And now, now I'm in the light. Yeah, quite beautiful. I, I know her personally and she's, uh, her journey. Mm-hmm. You know, she should almost write a book about, say, the darkness that controlled her. Uh, and, you know, by that, I mean, uh, you start attracting, you know, your spouse that further controls you. To mm-hmm. keep you in that control space, your children get controlled, and so on. Uh, in her case, you know, and and then you know, breaking all those contracts for her, so she can actually live. Her children can live, and so on, like that. So it happens quite a bit. You know, uh, people who are possessed—that's mm-hmm. a form of control or worship. They start worshiping things. Those are these are the extreme examples of say worship. You right. Know, uh, they start worshiping. They start giving away their power deeper and deeper and deeper. And it might not take, let's say, like one lifetime, but maybe a couple lifetimes. Uh, in a short while or in a short uh, few lifetimes, uh, you'll start to see that, say, a grander, much more powerful source controls you uh, uh, beyond your. Um, well, it's not worship anymore. It's actually control. So all worship, as a cautionary tale leads to control mm, yeah. uh, other than, uh, again, that connection to pure source. And yeah, when, when she was speaking and sharing her experience, mm-hmm. you mentioned she should write a book. I felt oh, like I that. I was, I was so intrigued. And, and speaking of books, there's this book that we found called mm-hmm. Seductive Poison. It's about the Jonestown Massacre survivor storybook. Oh, Have there you, you go. 
It, yeah, survivor Deborah Layton explains how anyone can fall under control of the cult and how she, yes. she came to her senses and how she got out right before Jones and 913 of his followers committed mass suicide. I remember that. I remember that, that too. That was, was scary. Shocking. Uh, but that's what, yeah, that's how you, they do it, right? Slowly, slowly they, they pull away, say mm-hmm. all the support sources mm-hmm. for the support the, that you have. Mm-hmm. They, they start corrupting you. They start telling you that you shouldn't t- trust your loved ones and so on and so on. Uh, and then you should trust us. And then, well, they've got you. That's right. how worship is. Um, and, you know, people think, well, that'll never happen to me. Uh, you know, out of the two point whatever million people that you said were in cults, there's a lot of intelligent individuals. Guys, a lot of people were very, very intelligent, mm-hmm. uh, get sucked into cults. It's not about intelligence. It's not about, oh, uh, you know, he's uh, frou-frou mm-hmm. or, you know, he's into that woo-woo shit, mm-hmm. right? that people and then you get sucked in it's not it's not like that at all it's like your most say common uh, mainstream individual uh, that gets corrupted and then they get sucked into that cult wow and that book was called seductive poison i i like that title a lot yeah i I do it's it's cool they all took the 913 followers they all took poison but also Mm -hmm. just like just a good a good title just in in general because worshiping you know bad sources or being involved in a cult can be, they get you in by it's, it's seductive at first. Well, yeah, they, uh, the guy from Waco did that too. Remember, uh, the Waco incident, yeah. uh, in Texas, they mm-hmm. did that. The guy that said, well, the earth is, the earth is ending. There's going to be aliens coming up. So let's, uh, you know, that was, that. I, I don't know all the details of that story, uh, but that happened too. A lot of people got, uh, that a lot of people, uh, again, kill themselves because they were, you know, going to the alien ship. And Uh, and that's happening now. You know, people are, are are still, you know, that happens all the time. And people also like, you know, they have the suicide bombers, you know, bombers. yeah, Mm -hmm. they're killing themselves because they worship, you know, a God and the lone, the, the lone gun ranger, which is happening a lot. You know, who, who are those people worshiping the lone, the lone men? Exactly. So uh, again, there's tons and tons of ways, you know, um, coming back to Donald Trump, uh, you know, uh, again, I, I don't like either candidates, but, you know, he uses his force or he alienates individuals, right, mm-hmm. or certain groups and so mm-hmm. on. Uh, and then the U.S. Uh, population, you know, because they're, they're, are, they're feeling that tension as the universal say, frequencies change. Right for a higher good, uh, they're feeling that tension. They're not liking it. It's very, very easy to control somebody, and that's why he's so powerful. It's not that his message has a, a good content, really, but whenever you're blaming somebody outside of yourself, mm-hmm. it's pretty easy to, say, suck people in and grab their votes. Hitler did the same thing. Uh, you know, amazing, uh, amazing way of controlling people. Yeah, and... The Nazis were a cult. Of course. Yeah. Uh, and there's the Nazis, the the Ku Klux Klan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and there's and then there's the smaller private groups. You know, the the God. I'm reading this book called Dark Money, mm-hmm. um, uh, and they're talking about the smaller private groups that hate government, but then again, they turn around and control people far worse than the government. Right. Yeah. 
what is the moss work for for this podcast? The the moss work for this podcast is mm-hmm. identifying all the relationships that you have, and then identifying if you are being controlled at some level, if you are giving up control, even if you are say, well, I'm just helping them, right? Just so, just be aware of that. For those uh, people who are kind of like uh, suckers, you know, they have a nice nice open heart. It's like, well, I'm just going to help this person uh, again. And then eventually what happens is that they start to control you. So is that happening to you? Is is your loved one or, you know, your elder parents controlling you in a way like that? I'm not saying you can't help them, okay? Mm-hmm. But just be aware as you help them, are they sucking the life out of you? Uh, and I think we've done other podcasts about this, but uh, eventually what they'll do is instead of crossing over, they'll wrap into you and really control you. So that's what happens to individuals as you give up control. Uh, so that's uh, that's the moss work. So it's to take a look at your relationships mm-hmm. with other people and society, right. your groups. Right. And is is it empowering you mm-hmm. or are you giving up your power? Uh, it's a simple yes or no question. So what if though, because I feel like there's a lot of confusion around this. What mm-hmm. if people think it's empowering them, but it's not? That's what this meta healing is going to be about. To Got help it. you say identify at a deeper level, because you know a lot of those people who get sucked into say cults, they think it's empowering them. Mm-hmm. That's that's the that's the kicker, uh, I guess, and that's how they they get sucked in. Uh, but they'll see that um, there are certain traits, and that's the, the meta healing will help you with that. Understand that being empowered in the short term, mm-hmm. right, that's not true empowerment. So you'll see the false empowerment. Uh, that those types of cults get you into, or even relationships. You know, there's a lot of, say, men that seduce women in that mm-hmm. way. I'm sure there's lots of books out there, right, that mm-hmm. empower women at a higher level. They energize them, and then they get wrapped up. They have sex with that, you know, that woman, and then, you know, they just use them, and then they go on to the next one. So uh, that's another form uh, of losing yourself, right? So all those little relationships... Uh, mm-hmm. that we have, even with ourselves. If we don't have a true identity of ourselves. So all those things will be coming out in this uh, meta-healing. Beautiful. Well, thank you, Moss, for talking with me. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. It was, it was, uh, it was quite an interesting subject. A lot of stuff, I think, will like come out. So I bet we'll get a lot of, say, uh, emails going, wow, I never knew I was controlled in that way. Uh, you'll see that coming up for us. So that's uh, nice. It's nice to empower people the right way. All right, let's go ahead and get started. Again, whether you're sitting, standing, lying down, getting comfortable in any position. If you're new, welcome. Highly recommend standing up. I'll just give you a second or two as I generate frequencies to help you transform as you get more comfortable within your surroundings. Kind of looking around uh, your surroundings, your eyes open. Uh, looking around, looking at uh, what is supporting you, whether you're sitting, standing, lying down. For example, if you're sitting, is it a chair, stool, on the ground? If you're standing up, are you barefooted, shoes on, socks? Uh, the type of floor, wood floor, concrete, earthen, whatever it might be. Again, noticing all the details uh, that's around you. Noticing that you are where you are 
Again, noticing the fine, inanimate objects around you, which pulls you into this present moment in time, which is important to identify what we're going to be talking about. In just a second here, deep breath in again. And acknowledging where you are. And coming more into your body, identifying your body position of your body, the position of your hands, arms, feet, your shoulders, your head. Even now you might start to feel a little heaviness, a little relaxing feeling coming through you. Yeah. You can go deeper. Yeah, by taking another deep, relaxing breath in. Stop connecting to the group, which allows us to go further faster because there's always strength in numbers. Quite a few people on the podcast listening in, whether it's at the exact same time as you are, whether, you know, it's a culmination of people listening. Again, it generates power, strength. In this case, the pureness of you. And to break free from bonds, push through blocks, breath in again, nice and deep. Asking ourselves, how do I connect to pure source even stronger? Even if this is the first time you've heard it, how do I connect to pure source even stronger, uh, non-religious, non-spiritual? you don't understand it, keep asking that question, wondering what that means, you'll soon find out. Another deep breath in, feeling nice and deep, holding it for a second or two. Uh, And as we exhale, identifying the front of us, so your face, your chin, your throat, uh, your chest, down to your solar plex, your abdominals, the groin area, the front of the legs. Deep breath in again. Again, just noticing the front part of you. So in this meta-healing about dangerous devotion, that first step, three-step process, that first step for this first meta-healing, it's about identifying if you have given up your power. Obviously, we can tell the extreme ones, but the subtle ones, your friends, for example, uh, parents, spouses, or other types of relationships that we give our power away. And then obviously we're going to be looking at government systems, spiritual leaders, and so on. Breath in again. 
on the exhale. Coming into that front portion of our bodies. As you may have noticed, I've been working on you, that front portion kind of separating from you. So you have your body and then say a part of it, right? uh, again, separating maybe a few inches out. So we'll continue on with that. If you're not feeling it, uh, just kind of note, just be aware that you're not feeling it. It'll still work on you. Might be just a little delay, but for the most part, most of us, again, identifying with that layer that's peeling away. Noting your breath as a note as I continue to work on you. And as you note uh, the front half of your body, that layer that is peeling away, uh, again, pretty identical to that front half. It could be a thin layer. Just notice the details of that layer as it peels away. It's usually a facade. Uh, if someone is not true to, the, to themselves, they wear that facade so if it's different than, say, the identity of your body, uh, that's the reason why I'm picking up uh, or tapping into the group. So if it feels different, uh, your true self is inside you, that's the facade you wear. Okay? Another podcast that we can do. But for now, just note, again, if it is different, but note if it's the same. But if we take another deep breath in, so we go further and deeper yet. On the exhale, pulling that identity or that facade a little further out, perhaps uh, a, a foot out, a third of a meter. Noticing how you feel. As a note, I work on you as a group uh, and then subgroups. So, uh, But overall, what happens when you say give up your power and how you give up your power? Think of that uh, this facade okay, or your identity that's uh, created. Think of it as a remote control for you. 
it's not connected to you, but wirelessly. Uh, it controls you. So when I see people who have been controlled, they've given a their quote-unquote remote control. Right? They've created that identity, that remote control. They've given given that to somebody else at some form. Some people give complete control over to somebody else. And then some people give certain areas of control. So not the complete control. In this meta-healing, we're going to identify where you've given your control, if you have or not. To put it in another way, you've given part of your spirit, in a sense, or a copy of it, uh, that copy that identifies you over to somebody else, and they can control you Decades after you've, say, broken up with them, uh, stopped going to their classes, uh, and so on. Uh, there we go. Let's take a deep breath in. On the exhale, coming into your relationships. Uh, your current relationships, for now. So what I just said, as you look through your current relationships, whether it's your loved ones, like the spouse, parents, uh, siblings, kids, uh, co-workers, friends, acquaintances, and whoever you're in contact with. Uh, boss, employees. And even people you don't know personally. For example, uh, you're in love with a movie star. Don't know him personally. Uh, but if you did, basically, you'd say bow down to them and, you know. <sighs> or give your body to them, so on. Breath in again. So then go back in time, about half your age. And then again, the relationships. And then a deep breath in again. Going back to a quarter of your age. So if you're 50 now, half was 25, quarter 
or half of that, about 12 and a half. For many of you, you gave up your powers, right? identified uh, quite early on. Even before, so I'll take, uh, I'll help you with that aspect. Uh, taking a deep breath in. And then going back from zero to a quarter of your age. Especially the first six years. There we go. Seven years. Mm-hmm. You've noticed... As we've gone back in time, as as you've seen those relationships, there's components in the relationships uh, that if you were, say, attached onto, uh, they would be components of you within, say, that person, whether you know them personally or not. So if you didn't notice that, I recommend doing this meta healing again, being a little more aware. Uh, that's how I can tell that you've, say, given away your power to a guru uh, or anybody else, for example. There we go. Let's go further, deeper, deep breath in. And then on the exhale before you came into this world question yes or no did you give up your power that identity that facade that reflection of you Uh, again yes or no whichever came to you Let you be in this space for as long as you'd like, as long as you are in this space, quietly meditating. Uh, it will feel like I'm continuing to work on you. Right? So notice what you notice. 